I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorneys. Play to win, banksjones.com. The Dave Hooker Show. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Objective insight, expertise, top guests. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off the Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Also available on offthehooksports.com. I compute and obey. Now to Dave Hooker. Ready. All right, here we go. Welcome to a new week after a big weekend of news. News always breaks at Friday afternoon when we don't want it to because we don't get to talk about it. But we'll talk about it today. And that, of course, is Tennessee has beaten the NCAA. Huge, huge, huge. Do the balls owe Dave Hart, former Tennessee athletic director, an apology for what he has been able to do? Because Rick Barnes just won 800 games. And Dave Hart deserves uh, an awful lot of credit for that as well. Also, Johnny Manziel has some weird things to say about Kevin Sumlin that don't look good. This day in Tennessee sports history coming up and the basketball balls beat Texas A&M, 800 wins. Caleb, good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the esteemed viewer may be watching. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing, Dave? I'm well. 800 wins. That's nothing to shake a stick at. No, not at all. Not at all. I mean, 800 wins is very, very, very impressive. Um, I, You know, he's almost he's almost got more wins than Tennessee's entire football program history, which is impressive on its own. Does he, uh, 
That is impressive. All right, I'm going to get to today's tough question. Let's talk about the NCAA. Today's tough question. Take a side. Take a stand. The Dave Hooker Show, a presentation of offthehooksports.com. So here is what we know uh, over the weekend. And we knew from the get that when they went to Greenville that the state of Tennessee did not have to win this particular injunction to defeat the NCAA. They could have lost a preseason game essentially and still gone on and been um, victorious in court later on when it comes to NIL dealings. So what's next? Uh, The NCAA can no longer enforce rules Uh, The NIL rules, this just in, that was illegal from the get, but that's okay. Uh, So let me ask you, what is next for the NCAA, college football, and more? Because this is not a small change. This is a drastically huge, monstrous change. I would say what's probably next is the only thing that's next is, well, for the short term, it is going to be chaos in the wild, wild west. Do we agree with that, Dave? It is going to be insane what programs are doing over the next two to three years. They will be opening checkbooks like you guys have never seen. You're going to see multiple Nikos going forward. I do think after that, for the sake of the lesser athletes, Congress will finally be forced to step in and address this and pass some sort of law. I don't know what that law will be because here's, they have to deal with, here's the problem with Congress. They want to protect all sports. That's what title nine. That's what the goal of title nine was to do was to protect women's sports. They also want to protect worker rights, which is to maximize your value as a worker. There are two laws, title nine and the antitrust act that do that. They are in direct conflict with each other when it comes to the NCAA. I mean, the or when it comes to college athletics, the absolute direct conflict. Because if you want to protect lesser sports for scholarships for kids, the only real effective way to do that, Dave, is to lessen the amount of money players can make off their own name in the revenue-producing sports. And I don't know what the answer is, but this is something Congress is going to have to address going forward. No, there's no question. It's going to have to get to that point. And please hit that like and subscribe button if you don't mind. Greatly appreciate that. Remind you that portions of the program are brought to you by our good friends at the Hemp House. They bring you today's tough question. The Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Who are the programs in the SEC that this may hurt? Um, One sticks out way above the rest, and that's the University of Florida with what they went through for Jaden Rashada. The guy shows up at a quarterback, and there's no money for him there. So to me, they were already behind the eight ball. And just like building off the hook sports, Caleb, you don't achieve everything in one day. Okay, It takes time. So this suddenly taking the speed limit off of the interstate makes Tennessee look like a Porsche makes the University of Florida look like a Yugo. A Porsche? Is it just Porsche? No, the man's name was Porsche. He pronounced it Porsche. I'm thinking the car. The man made the car. And it's always been a Porsche? I've always called it a Porsche. No, and you say say Nayland, too. It's Nayland. That's okay. You've corrected me on that. All right, well, um, (laughs) 
It does. Tennessee has been out ahead of this from the start. So Tennessee is about to open up the checkbook. Guys, guys, look for Tennessee to potentially have a top five class in 2025. I'm just going to say this. You are going to see a lot of reports. This is It's immediately shot up to the top now. Every single five-star commitment, Dave, the next question is going to be how much was he paid to go there? That's going to be the question for the next just, year. Just like the NFL and quarterbacks, right? Yeah, Dak just Prescott like the NFL made, and quarterback. Dak Prescott makes more because the guy the year before him makes more. It doesn't matter how he plays. Um, no, there, there's a lot of truth to that. I, it, here's the thing that I think you should really, really like about Tennessee is that everything has been in place for quite some time. They have already had the growing pains that the University of Florida are going through right now. Um, you look at the at, at, at Tennessee's rivals, and I, I know we use that term loosely, uh, Kentucky, South Carolina don't have the money. Vanderbilt, don't worry about them. Uh, Alabama is now going through a situation in which they haven't had to use NIL, so I think it hurts them. They're probably not ready for it. And the one that the bugaboo is still the University of Georgia. Will players take a discount to go there in order to prepare themselves for the NFL? Quite possibly, but that needs to be the next step of Josh Heupel's ascension as one of the top coaches in the nation, that is producing NFL talent. And he's he's doing that, but you would like to see three, four, five, six, seven, eight years of history before you start getting a Tennessee discount. Yeah, exactly. But the thing with Josh Heibel is his system is resulting in certain types of players taking discounts. I think you and I both know George McIntyre took an NIL discount to go to Tennessee. I think he probably I think he probably was offered more money by other schools but wanted to play for Tennessee. Is that a fair guess, Dave, do you think? Yeah, I think that's a fair guess. And me being yeah. isn't this NIL injunction only for a few months? Well, yes, but every legal expert we've talked to, including our, our title sponsor of the show, T. Scott Jones, there's there's absolutely no way i mean it's not american caleb to say that caleb calhoun cannot make money at this job that's just un-american it's been wrong from the get it's been wrong from the get and yeah it's this injunction the reason it was granted here was what the judge's ruling was he said as this moves forward in the courts the courts are going to find this illegal and therefore we should go ahead and strike it down now until it's ruled on, because if we don't strike it down now, they're going to be players that are victims of a law that's going to be struck down. So the judge basically said this law is going to easily be found illegal. There's no question about it. And yeah. I'm surprised that this was never I'm going to look. Someone's going to look back and say, you know, what TV deals in college football started in the 1960s, right? That's when mm -hmm. money started pouring in. Someone's going to look back and say, how did it go from the 1960s to the 2020s? before someone was like, hey, maybe I could sue and make money on this. Oh, I, I completely agree. You're going to look back at like, I, and I think you and I feel a little bit different about the playoffs, but I think you're going to look back and say, one of the two, they should have never had the playoff or wow, how did they not have the playoff? One of us will be right eventually in five, seven, eight years. Here, here's my thing though, because Dylan mentioned on the message board that they're going to have a salary cap eventually. Now, in order to have a salary cap, you're going to have to have your players unionized to some degree. And by Otherwise, the way, it's illegal. Well, I, I, well, let me work on this, though. You're going to have to have them unionized to some degree, be represented by someone. And 
I will tell you this, even if it's the University of Tennessee or whoever it might be, if there's a salary cap in place because all those things happen and you break it, I'm talking death penalty. I'm talking SMU style. If you're allowed to pay $10 million a year and you pay $10 million and $100 a year, sorry, you're getting hammered by the NCAA. If there is an NCAA, I don't even know who's going to govern it, but that would be my one caveat. I'm giving you this as the legal system. You can pay your players because that is the legally right thing to do. But if you enter into an agreement, this wouldn't come from Congress, I know. But if you enter in an agreement with a salary cap and you break it, you're in big time trouble. Yeah, that's exactly the case. Now, it's first of all, let's get this out of the way, Dave, because people were saying this over the weekend. And you know when you know someone doesn't know college sports? If someone says, well, they've been if someone says, well, they've been doing this all the time anyway, so nothing changes. Yeah, they've done it. But there's a huge difference between here's a few thousand dollars under the table and it's open season. We can bid, we can bid for athletes and recruiting. You cover isn't there a huge difference between being able to do it now on the up and up versus what they had to do under the table 10 years ago? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely no question about it. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is the deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Check out my new shirt. Uh, TriStar Company. You've got to check them out. Uh, and just check out the the quality of the embroidery. I'm absolutely loving this pullover from Apex Apparel. Man, they they just do so much when it comes to a one-stop shop for all products, giveaways, uniforms needed for your business, spirit wear for a school or group. Do me a favor with your business. Call Tyler, 865-919-3001. The number is right below, 865-919-3001, or go to your Apex apparel.com that takes us to what the h which we may just rename crazy caleb what the what was he thinking release the hounds the dave hooker show keep cool a presentation of off the hook sports.com at our 3 45 a.m production meeting this morning which we're gonna have shirts printed up that say that i don't know if we'll sell a single one but some of you will get it and we're gonna have hooker's corner Shirts printed up as well. But Caleb calls me. We're going over the show at our 3.45 a.m. production meeting. Actually, we meet halfway in Roanoke. And uh, Caleb says, could this be at all bad for Tennessee? And I'm like, what? I'm not following that. So, Caleb, explain to me what you mean by that, how there could be a bit of a backlash against, against the balls. So, guys. Tennessee has just nuked the NCAA. The NCAA came for Tennessee. They thought it was going to be a violation that they could make an example of. And Tennessee said, no deal. We're not taking this. We're taking you down with us. It, no, not, not even with us. We're just taking you down. We're just going to light you on fire because you even dared to cross us. Um, Which it used to be the other way around, right, Dave? It used to be if you dared to cross the NCAA, they'll light you on fire. And Tennessee said, we're going to light the NCAA on fire. Yeah, and, and th that's... And, and just to throw this in there real quick, because we didn't get to mention it. The, 
what you win by this injunction is there's not an ongoing NCAA investigation that you would have to keep tabs on and worry about. So that's the biggest thing. And you can pay players like crazy right now. So those are the two biggest things. But your, your talk was, I think the NCAA is still going to run the basketball tournament. It, not just the basketball tournament. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go. Roll, they are going roll. to, they run every single tournament outside of football. Basketball is profitable. I do believe now you guys can correct me. Even though I think women's basketball loses money as a sport, I think the tournament is profitable. I think the tournament itself is profitable. I could be wrong on that. You guys can correct me on that. But I would think with TV money it is. I would too. And also because the first weekend is on campus. So I think that helps too. Um, so I would think women's basketball is profitable in the tournament. Um. The college football playoff selection committee, guys, is run by a lot of people that may not directly work for the NCAA, but it's not like they aren't like interested in the what health and well-being of the NCAA. Is that fair to say? It's not like they don't have an incentive for the NCAA to be in charge. Um, no, but see, here's what I think. You're right. But what if some of these football people that no longer have jobs in the NCAA get shifted over to basketball. And then usually with the way it works in the SEC, basketball is a little bit lower of a level. Um, so they would get bumped out the door and then you have your football guys handling the basketball tournament. I could see that happening. And then you've got the same decision makers that just got embarrassed in court deciding whether or not your team makes the NCAA basketball tournament. That would be kind of brutal. Oh, that yeah, that's the biggest brutal one. I agree. That's the that's the most direct one. Is the NCAA basketball tournament? They're going to try to undersee Tennessee. I only brought it up with football because I still think the selection. I think people will only care the most about football, and I still think the selection committee is going to exist. And whatever's happening, there's going to be people affiliated with the selection committee that cared about the health of the NCAA and don't like the fact that Tennessee just did what they did. And there was people who vote. Dave, let's talk about this. Remember those headlines when this. Uh, uh, Remember headline. those headlines that, that came out when Tennessee first won this case or when this, this investigation started and so many media outlets were like, the hammer's coming down on Tennessee. It's over for Tennessee. Remember all of those? Yeah. And listen, I don't pick out particular reporters, but I think you know who I'm talking about. We're, we're about to start working with uh, Ray Varner Ford, which we're really excited about. And it the name sounds like Ford but I don't want to name him. At what point does it really, really thank you, Smoky Mountain Red? It's just my mantra. I don't rip other media members. But what does it make him look like? Because it does now seem, and I never say this, it seems motivated by his own anger at the fan base for some of the reporting that he did early on. It just, I hate to say that because you're, so, Caleb is so objective. I consider myself to be very objective. That's exactly what you're not supposed to be. So it's kind of like on somebody's wife a hooker, like my wife. But I, Caleb, that's the, I mean, does it hurt this gentleman that we're talking yes. about? Yes, yes. And guess, guess what? Uh, there was a lot of people like him. Dave, don't those people vote on the Heisman? Oh, yeah. As don't do they I. vote? Yes. Yes. You think Tennessee had an agenda against it? There was an agenda against Tennessee players before the before this when it comes to the Heisman? Tennessee may never get a Heisman winner. I will say this, and a lot of the people in the message board probably aren't going to like it. 
But when it comes to national media and their thoughts on Tennessee fan base, you can take this as a compliment or as a criticism. They think you're absolutely one of the most fervent, excitable fan bases out there. And I would take that as a compliment, personally, if if I were out there on Twitter attacking other writers like me. Um, But when, when you look at Tennessee's fan base, it carries a lot of clout. It carries a lot of clout. I think it helped Tennessee in court. I think it helps uh, Tennessee with other national media members. I don't think a national media member is going to go overboard in terms of keeping them out of whatever the case may be, um, the basketball tournament or, or something like that. I don't think that'll happen, but I would certainly be concerned. I still think it could. I think national media – look – they vote emotionally all the time. Dave, you were there in the 90s. You've told me, ESPN people have basically told you they were annoyed at the year-long coronation of Peyton Manning, and that's the only reason they didn't vote him to win the Heisman. It was nothing else. I mean, it, they didn't like the year-long coronation. And okay, here's, here's the other thing, why it doesn't hurt Tennessee. Who's more powerful? I'm going to give you uh, two acronyms. NCAA currently or ESPN? Who's the most powerful entity right now? Oh, ESPN is much more powerful than the NCAA. Okay. And Tennessee is aligned with which conference? Sorry, say that again. You cut out for a second. Oh, you broke up. Tennessee is aligned with which conference? Oh, the SEC. Okay. So I've been saying this all along, just offering that out there, that I believe that Tennessee uh just maybe perhaps get something out of that television contract besides just money because you've given that television contract a really hard time but Caleb I think there's more to it than that I think that uh I think that Tennessee and the SEC will benefit from the ESPN exposure and when I say there are some national media out there that don't like Tennessee fans I'm talking about less than a dozen I don't want to say that's across the board Caleb I think the the connection with ESPN pays some dividends that might not actually be on the ledger sheet. Okay. Uh, I could see that. Um, hmm. Now here is where this gets a little tricky. This ESPN control of the college football playoff guys is not ironclad. The college football playoff is going to dictate what happens with co- what happens to the college football playoff is going to dictate how college football goes in the future. Right? Yes. You know that Fox, NBC, and all these other groups want a big piece of the pie. When the SEC and the Big Ten inevitably form their own league, whatever happens, there's there's not a – the people in the room are not – even though I don't think they're, they're all that bright, they're not stupid enough to not realize that it's better to leverage yourself it, to different networks for different playoff games, aren't they? Correct. Like the NFL. They're going to figure that out, I think, pretty quickly. I don't know how that's going to work out. By the way, I've heard some reporting over the weekend that the SEC and Big Ten are very concerned that this upcoming college football playoff format, they're very concerned with what it will do to conference championship Saturday, particularly the SEC, more than any other league. Because, Dave, as you know, conference championship Saturday is a moneymaker for the SEC. I mean, they've turned the SEC. Yeah. 
they are very concerned about the devaluing of conference championship Saturday. And they want to finagle. They they want the reason there's new talks on the negotiating table with the 14 or whatever, they're trying to go back to the drawing board to make sure that people don't devalue conference championship Saturday because they're very, very worried that's going to happen. And I think at some point it does happen and the money's made up. And I hate that because the SEC championship game, I've covered a Super Bowl and I'd rather cover an SEC championship game. So I hate to see that go away, but I will give you that. You're probably right on it. Tennessee. Well, here's no- the idea. Sorry, yeah, yeah. just one quick idea. There is a thought that the conference championship Saturday could end up being a conference playoff like two weeks and that that could actually eventually be embedded into as part of the college football playoff. No, that could happen. I could definitely see that happening. And I don't want to see the SEC championship game go away. Now, Dylan says Tennessee has no problem being the villains. They've been the opposite. They've been very compliant for all of my lifetime with the NCAA. Do you like this new role as Tennessee being the villains? I mean, the thing is, I don't think they're villains in this. The the, the flaw in that argument, they're villains to the NCAA. Every college is great. Every major program is grateful to Tennessee for being the one to stick its neck out to fight this fight. Yep. And, 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 and reality is they just had to be the bad guys. Now, yes, they were compliant with the NCAA. Dave, it's possible, you know, there was always that philosophy that media members hated Tennessee. I didn't know how true that was, but if it's true, do you think it's because there was resentment that Tennessee was so teacher's pet with the NCAA? Yes. Yes. I think that's a big, big part of the reason. And the Peyton Manning backlash when Tennessee fans were so mad about that was, was strong as well. I feel like I'm forgetting when you'll probably remember it. Uh, ESPN will back schools a thousand percent since that is their money train. I completely agree with that. Uh, I, I think the ESPN marriage is is much better than Caleb does. We'll just we'll leave it at that. I, I think it's going to end up working out well for them. The poll question today that is on our YouTube page, please take part in that. And I'll ask you this question, Caleb. Bigger win, Bama 2022, NCAA 2024. We will discuss that in two minutes with Caleb Calhoun. I'm Dave Hooker off the sports. Sun, sand, and salt water. The beach is a very relaxing place. Unless you wear contacts. Ow! Open your eyes to the best the beach has to offer with LASIK vision correction from Campbell Cunningham Laser Center. Ah. Sports Treasures in North Knoxville is one of the South's largest sports cards and memorabilia dealers featuring over 10 million sports cards from vintage to modern. Sports Treasures carries a full line of hobby boxes, singles, autographed memorabilia, Tennessee ball collectibles, fan cave decorations, and so much more. See a museum full of collectibles at Sports Treasures, 4819 North Broadway in Fountain City, and Sports Treasures on Facebook. Sports Treasures, where the real sports fan goes to shop. Have you seen the latest TriStar Hats Co. product? TriStar Hats Co., what's that? You know, those really cool hats, shirts, tumblers, and even license plates with three stars like the official Tennessee flag and stripes like the American flag. Pretty patriotic if you ask me. Ah, gotcha. Seen those. Those are cool. Where can I get them? Simple. TriStarHatsCo.com. And if you order now, there's 10% on any order $50 or more. Plus, use the promo code HOOKED. 
with the promo code HOOKED, you get 10% off. That's HOOKED. And don't forget free shipping with any order over 50 bucks. Stock up at TriStarHatsCo.com. That's TriStarHatsCo.com. There are plenty of wannabes out there, so make sure you go to TriStarHatsCo.com for the best quality and customer service. Will do, and I'll be sure to use the promo code HOOKED. That's HOOKED when I do to save an additional 10% off. TriStarHatsCo.com. TriStar Hats Co. is a trademark of TriStar Hats Co. LLC. Any use without express written consent is prohibited. Here's a sample of one of those TriStar Hats we'll be giving away. Be sure and join Hooker's Corner, and you can get inside information and great prizes, including this week we are giving away that uh, helmet that's right behind me signed by one Hendon Hooker off the Oaks The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones. Tennessee's trial attorney. Excuse me, Your Honor. Play to win. Banksjones.com. Um, who's this guy? Hello, wizard. The Dave Hooker Show. Ooh. A presentation of Off the Hook Sports. What? YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the free Off the Hook Sports app. Back to Dave Hooker. Somebody commenting that you look uh, freshly shaven. Caleb, are you Thank going you for a younger look? I shocked somebody over the weekend when I told him I was 35. I felt really good. So I'm like, I should keep my shaven look. I love being told I'm, I'm I love being I love shocking people that I'm not in my 20s. Uh there's two levels of getting older when it comes to interaction with other people. There is one that is when they call you sir and you say just call me Dave. And that's a level. And that's that's going to happen around your age, mid 30s. Probably already has happened with you. Maybe not. But the next one is when they won't stop calling you, sir. No matter no matter how many times that you say, uh, just call me Dave, just call me Dave. And that actually happened to me by some uh, fantastic people that helped me move. And I'm going to tell you uh, more about them right now. Boundless moving, boundless moving, 423-707-2919, boundless moving and storage, all of East Tennessee. Don't forget support our sponsors they're also hiring right now if you're interested boundless moving i was blown away how great their people were they also have an office in north carolina so support our sponsors get a free quote now go to boundlessmoving.com boundlessmoving.com all right so this day Dave, in- I'm, I'm, i live in yankee land no one calls anybody sir or ma'am up here oh, i don't have true. to worry about that it's true all right, this day in Tennessee history is what? So this day in Tennessee history, we can go back to 2014, actually, 10 years ago today. Tennessee, after losing an overtime game at Texas A&M on the road, came back and scored a 75-68 to 68 win at Mississippi State. That sparked a four-game winning streak to close out the regular season, which... Quanzo Martin was on the hot seat. It was right about after that Texas A&M loss that Tennessee fans wrote that letter asking Dave Hart to fire Quanzo Martin and rehire Bruce Pearl when his contract was up or when his show calls was up, excuse me. And Quanzo Martin and Tennessee came back and beat Mississippi State 75 to 68. That's marked the four game winning streak, uh, plus a conference tournament win, actually a five game winning streak, including a conference tournament game which helped them get a very low seed in the NCAA tournament, which they took advantage of to win three straight after a play-in win and get to the Sweet 16 that year. Pretty good. 
This day in Tennessee football history brought to you by Bassey Lawn and Garden Man Alive. It's worth the drive in Cleveland. Whether you're coming from Knoxville or Chattanooga, Bassey Lawn and Garden since 1969, they've got the Ferris Zero Turn Mowers. They also have Toro. And when it comes to Toro, count on it. Go to Bassey.com to learn more. Bassey Lawn and Garden, industrial mowers across the board, commercial mowers, they will take care of you. Just go to Bassey.com. I feel like there is going to be a moment where Johnny Manziel is completely irrelevant, but apparently we haven't hit that moment yet. Johnny Manziel just decided to throw Kevin Sumlin under the bus, I guess because he thinks with NIL everything's okay, but apparently the Manziel family, that's already well off, Demanded $3 million from Sumlin, and Kevin Sumlin rejected it. What was the quote by Johnny Manziel? So Johnny Manziel told two stories on this. The first was he said that after 2013, the Sumlin, his dad went to Sumlin and asked for $3 million. By the way, pre-NIL, under the table, right. right, for him to come back. And if he could get $3 million, he would come back and play for two more years. I don't know if Johnny Manziel knows this, but this actually makes Kevin Sumlin look good, this part, because Sumlin apparently said no. Um, But Johnny Manziel said that Sumlin, basically implied Sumlin had an ego about him and felt that he was the brains behind the success of A&M offensively, because Sumlin apparently also could have, according to Manziel, could have kept Cliff Kingsbury before he went to Texas Tech, but refused to up his pay. And so that's according to Manziel. He said, we all did it. Someone thought he did it. And then Manziel said he took it personally where when A&M, remember when they started 5-0 and with Kenny Hill in 2014? And the, he took it very personally that the narrative got out there that it wasn't about him. It was about Sumlin in the system. Then he went at Sumlin because he basically said that he blew the lid off Sumlin and basically accused Sumlin of parting like he does. He said, quote, I think where our relationship fell out a little bit was how do you have a guy who's a grown man telling me what I should do? My coach, my guy, I'm looking up to my head football coach is telling me to live a certain way and put all the partying behind you. But if you know anything about Kevin Sumlin and what he's doing behind the scenes, from my eyes, it's hypocritical. One more quote, and then we'll discuss. He said, I think what made Coach Sumlin so great is no longer really with him right now where his focus is. I think life has gotten the better of him a little bit. I don't want to sit up here and be a preacher. I don't want to sit up here and tell anybody they're living wrong or anything like that, because that's what it used to feel like for me back in the day when people were doing that to me. I don't see the same spark. Unquote. Okay. <clears throat> so Dylan says on the message board, the Manziel family was never well off. Johnny made that up to cover uh, the money trail from A&M. Uh, Dylan's been spot on. So I, I'm, I'm not going to question that. I'll take that. And Caleb just shook his head. So what does all that mean? Okay, what is what does that mean to Kevin Sullivan? What does that mean to Johnny Manziel? Other than Johnny Manziel's just gotten kind of kind of sad. I actually think this is an honest take from Johnny Manziel. I don't think he was trying to throw Kevin Sumlin under the bus. I think that I think Kevin Sumlin kind of threw his dad under the bus, didn't he? He kind of did. He did. I think Kevin Sumlin. Guys, for the record, when Tennessee's coaching search was happening in 2011, I was, or in 2010 after Lane Kiffin, I thought it was ridiculous that Derek Dooley got the job over Kevin Sumlin. I felt Kevin Sumlin was infinitely more qualified than Derek Dooley, and it was ridiculous that Dooley got the job over Sumlin. And you can't tell me that didn't have something to do with the name. And and 
Possibly the so, well, and maybe the I racial component race was a factor, but um, Tennessee, if you remember in the middle of the Dooley hire, they were scrambling, scrambling. Be sure and hit that like button. Let's bring more yes. people into the program. They were scrambling. So if it came down to, I'm not accusing anybody of racism, okay? But if it if it came down to whoever made the final decision, I don't believe it was Mike Hamilton, had to choose between two coaches that had the exact same resume and one is white and one is black, I think it would have been easier to go with the white guy named Dooley. Yes, particularly the white guy named Dooley, whose father was an SEC legend. And if you are Tennessee's top booster and you're very insecure because you are the son of a businessman and you're not as good as your father, you see yourself in Derek Dooley. But I'm, I think I've named him enough and <laughs> who that guy is. Um, sure. But so what, hap- so what happens after this, Dave? Kevin Sumlin goes to Texas A&M in 2012. Remember, Ryan Tannehill's just left for the NFL. Texas A&M is coming off a 6-6 and season in the Big 12. They're going to the SEC. I think you and I and everybody in the world thought they were going to collapse in the SEC, right? Their first year. Yes. Yes. What does he do? He goes 11-2, and beats Alabama, coaches a Heisman winner in Johnny Manziel, and is the coach of the year. I think Sumlin, and I, do, I think he's a great offensive mind. I think he felt a lot of the pressure from going to the SEC when he did because I don't know if that's what he signed up for when he took the AM job. Maybe it was, but I think he felt like I kind of have to w- loosen up my discipline standards because I'm going to need these great players when I need them. I kind of have to let players get away with stuff. And then when he had such success it's for his first year, I think maybe it he started to fall back and have a little fun and relax a little bit. And I I don't want I don't like bringing this up, but guys, he's the offensive coordinator at Maryland now. He had a DUI last year. In the during the season, in the middle of the season, he got one as an offensive coordinator. Which I've never understood that happened with Sarkeesian too. You're so busy. I mean, how do you even have time to order a beer? But exactly, I think that's why the program got away from Sumlin. I think he actually was a great coach in 2012 who could have built a championship program at Texas A&M. I think he was loose on discipline because he because of Johnny Manziel and what he needed at A&M. And I think there was probably some truth that the success early led to him partying and you know some it's hard to deal with success i mean this could have happened to josh heupel it may happen to josh heupel we don't know i mean look what happened uh, to I, no, no, no. see i i, I want to maybe disagree i don't know if i'm agreeing or disagreeing with you but it, let's, let's remember one thing sports don't build character they reveal character so johnny manzel that's my opinion johnny manzel showed up the johnny manzel that we learned about when he showed up in Texas A&M's campus. I don't think, I don't think the success, no, the the success may have opened more doors, but that's still ultimately, he's the one who wanted to go do a bunch of cocaine in Vegas instead of uh, getting ready for an NFL game. Yes, that is very true. You are right. Some people can't handle that success and it is part of their character. I mean, we just, what happened when, what happened with uh, Ed Orgeron? He won a national title and what did he do? Divorce his wife and started bringing cheerleaders around campus and, you know, partying all the time. I mean, sunk right back into what got him in trouble in the 90s when he first got fired for public intoxication one time as, a, as yes. an assistant coach. And hey, Smoky Mountain Red says this. I can understand a person that has millions in the bank not to have friends drive him around. <clears throat> we were having that discussion over the weekend with a, a, a friend and. How does that happen? I, I've got a guy right now. He's doing all right, probably making $60,000 a year. But if I told him he doesn't drink and I don't need it, but if I did and I said, you're my personal chauffeur 
you have to be at my house. I'm going to pay you $100,000 a year, but I might want to go to Sonic at 2 a.m. He would do that. Anybody, for $100,000, anybody would do that. I think, here's, I think here's where it comes. <clears throat> I think a lot of these people like to just kind of party on their own. And I also think this. I don't think a lot of people – people don't go out intending to drink and drive. They probably think they won't. And then they probably drink too much, and then they're like in a situation, and then they're not thinking straight. And and look, I still think Kevin Sumlin is a great offensive mind. I think if he stayed disciplined, I don't know how you feel, Dave. I think he'd be a great coach somewhere if he actually if he if he kept himself straight, Kevin Sumlin. Um, I'm gonna go very good. I don't know about great, but I'll go very good. Uh, I always thought he was underrated and should have gotten a shot at Tennessee. I always That was always my pick higher, uh, so to speak. Uh, portions of the program brought to you by our friends at City Heating and Air Conditioning. City Heat and Air. I tell you what, man, they've got 50 years in service at City Heating and Air Conditioning. That's pretty phenomenal. Integrity matters. Other HVAC companies might say, hey, you need a whole new unit. Well, not necessarily at City Heating and Air Conditioning. They will take care of you. Go to cityheatandair.com, support our sponsors. That is why we're here, and we greatly appreciate that. Coming up this week, we'll have John Adams tomorrow, who we always look forward to visiting with. And then on Wednesday, we'll have Jimmy Himes and maybe a special guest uh, or two before the end. And by the way, did you have a chance to watch the Brew McCoy video and our uh, interview with T. Scott Jones, Banks and Jones, the show represented by Banks and Jones? Really good breakdowns by guys that know themselves and their field of study better than me. So you got some good insight from T. Scott Jones. Hit that like and subscribe button. Turn your notifications on because those dropped over the weekend. And Brew McCoy is doing incredibly well. Very, very good. I couldn't tell that he had a limp at all. I covered an event that he was at over the weekend, and he looked uh, pretty phenomenal. I'll tell you what he had to say about his – recovery in 60 seconds the show represented by banks and jones hey banks and jones well it's because they're tennessee's trial attorney you can play to win with banks and jones because they'll go to trial you've heard of other lawyers they say they'll go to trial and fight for you they won't they just want to settle that's the easiest way out well that's not banks and jones led by t scott jones they won't settle they'll go to trial for you tennessee's trial attorney they play to win truly Tennessee's trial attorney when it comes to criminal defense or personal injury. Why settle? Banks and Jones. T. Scott Jones. Banksandjones.com. So I had an opportunity to be there at Sports Treasures over the weekend with Brew McCoy, who I would say is probably in the top five or six most important players of Tennessee season coming off of that horrific injury. And he's just now getting back on the field which is good timing. He told me that he has no doubt he'll be 100% good to go by the beginning of the football season, by preseason camp. That doesn't mean he's not, they're not going to limit him some. But he also was pretty open and honest about how scared he was that this could be like a serious injury. He had never gotten injured before playing football, so this was a, a big deal for him. I encourage you to check out that video. Not now, because we're going to talk about Tennessee's basketball team beating Texas A&M. And doing so, I thought, in very efficient fashion. What did you think of the win as Tennessee's basketball team fights for that number one seat? 
You mean what did I think of the win in which uh, Zakai Zico played a flawless game that an unselfish point guard is supposed to play, but Rick Barnes still didn't pull him until four minutes left when it was a 30-point game? Fair. I didn't know you were yes. going to come out of the shoot with that. I was going to go ahead and apologize for saying that Zakai Ziegler drove me crazy before the season started. I'm going to backtrack on that. That guy's pretty darn good. I mean, he's why incredible. Did he, why did he do that? Why did Barnes do that? But why because didn't Rick, he sub him earlier is what I'm asking. Because you. Rick Barnes is not he, – he is so principled he doesn't want to sub players because that means he's going to have to play players that he doesn't believe should play. This is about teaching them a lesson that they shouldn't be on the court unless they do right by practice. That's all that's about. And it's it's annoying. First of all, put your walk-ons in then, okay? Because you're not you're not losing that game, right, Dave? Ten minutes to go, that game is in the bag. And this yes. is – it drives me crazy. I've been criticizing this about Rick Barnes for a long time. But I'll start with the positive. I mean, I just want to tell Zakai Ziegler again real quick. He had 14 assists. He only had nine points and nine rebounds, but who cares? He had 14 assists and ready for this, guys? Four steals, no turnovers. That's an insane stat line, isn't it? 14, no, it four, is. zero. On top of that, Texas A&M's best player is the guy he was guarding, who was Wade Taylor the fourth. Taylor averages 18 and a half points a game. He was held to 11 on three of 12 shooting, and that was all because of Zakai Ziegler's defense. So Zakai did everything. Now, also, the interior was exactly what Tennessee needed. They 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 did exactly that. They won exactly the way we said they should win, Dave. They used their muscle because Jonas Adu had 18 and 14 down low. Toby Awaka had 12 and 6 off the bench. Dalton Connect was Dalton Connect, 24 points as the, as the primary scorer. Zakai Ziegler was the point guard and the distributor. And the hot hand from three was Santiago Vescovi. And you always got to find one hot hand. He was 2 of 4 and got 6 points out of it. That's their formula for winning. Score inside, don't connect scores when they can't get anything, and then find the one hot hand in the game outside of connect. If you had a bet, is I'm not saying it's going to cost them a game, but if you had a bet that there's going to be a Sunday game where Zakai Ziegler is gassed, what would you bet on that? Again, I want to thank our friends at Sports Treasures for having me down to interview Brew McCoy. That was phenomenal. They've got more coming up with Dylan Sampson as well. As well. So go ahead and follow them on Facebook. Go to Sports Treasures TN and follow them, carrying over 5 million Sports Treasures and so much more. Follow on Facebook for the best sports memorabilia daily updates. That is going to be the saddest of the sad, isn't it? If Zakai Ziegler is tired on a Saturday-Sunday game, the second of a weekend in the NCAA tournament, and he is not 100%. Because he's given his all for Tennessee, and he's not an NBA player. Might be. But this is a guy who you love that you might be running into the ground, which is sad. That's exactly what's happening. It's like, you know, football, Dave, you're a Cowboy fan, so you know this very well with DeMarco Murray. Remember when they were given DeMarco Murray? What was it? How many carries a game were they? It was insane, wasn't it? And then he was yeah. just beaten up by the playoffs, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And it's that with Zakai Ziegler. And who does Tennessee have up next? They have Auburn on Wednesday. Bruce Pearl is, is famous for up-tempo basketball. He literally brought up-tempo basketball to the SEC. So you know you're going to keep, you know you're going to tire Sky Ziegler out. Then they visit Alabama, who also plays up-tempo basketball. So their next two games, Auburn and Alabama, Zakai Ziegler is going to have to be running a lot, and you're going to have to keep Zakai Ziegler on the court if you want to win those games. I, I mean, I, guys, Rick Barnes really dropped the ball on this, and I don't get it. And by the way, I don't want to hear anybody say, because people are going to say this, 
You respect Sakai Ziegler's competitive will. Apparently, Sakai Ziegler's been trying to play 40 minutes a game. He doesn't want to stop playing. And here's the issue. It shouldn't matter if the player wants to stop playing. The coach needs to step in and say, sorry, I need you in the postseason. Agreed. You have to do that. I love your idea of the walk-ons, by the way, because I didn't have an answer before you just said that. If a guy's not practicing hard, then don't play. I do believe in that philosophically. Throw the walk-ons in there. That's fine. Yeah, I'm cool with that. Walk-ons yeah. in there. And that sends a statement to you guys better get off your duffs and practice a little bit harder. Colton says maybe they'll get bounced in the conference tournament and get rest, <laughs> LOL. Colton, you say that, but I think that would be best-case scenario if they got bounced early in the conference tournament. And Ron Slay even admitted to us that there were times where they kind of thought that themselves. And that team was horrible in the conference tournament, but good in the NCAA tournament. Colton's joking. He's got the LOL next to it. But if you're a Tennessee fan, it's hard not to root for them to lose and get some more rest before the NCAA tournament. Yeah, it's – and, you know, there's there's competing philosophies on this because, as you remember, Bobby Knight did not care about conference tournaments whatsoever. Bobby Knight would just throw him up and say, forget it. But Coach K took the ACC tournament extremely seriously. I mean, Coach K was very much keep playing at a high level. And it worked for him. And it's not like Duke wasn't making run. Coach K believed that if you take off, if you if you take those games off, then the habits creep in when the tournament comes. I don't know where your philosophy lands, Dave, if it's just get the rest. I mean, if you take it off, can you get the hat? Can you develop bad habits out of that being off for so long? I think it depends on the maturity of your team and your leadership. And you've you've got to be able to judge that. I, I think... Ten- Tennessee, when they had Jerry Green as a head coach, they didn't have the leadership that they needed to just kind of eh, in the conference tournament and then come up big in the NCAA tournament. I mean, they had success, don't get me wrong, but n- not the same amount of success. You look at these next four games for Tennessee. Wow. Auburn at home. That's a date night for Dave, by the way, taking uh, the lovely Mrs. Hooker to uh, the Thompson Bowling Arena. Not the Kroger Center. Also, uh, Alabama, uh, they will play at Tuscaloosa on Saturday, then at South Carolina, and that will be next Wednesday, and then Kentucky at home. Thompson Bowling Arena, brought to you by Kroger's. Um, Caleb, that's a pretty brutal stretch. I mean, South Carolina is very good for those that don't follow basketball closely. Kentucky is always going to be talented, and Auburn's Bruce Pearl. I mean, that's a tough stretch extremely tough stretch and this is for i mean tennessee alabama south carolina and auburn are all in the running for the sec regular season title along with tennessee tennessee could get some huge breathing room wednesday if they beat auburn south carolina that same day has to visit texas a&m and even though tennessee just beat texas a&m texas a&m is much better at home so if south carolina were to lose to texas a&m Although I, I will say this, Texas A&M has actually been playing awful as of recently. Ever since they got that win over Tennessee, uh, I guess that was back. Um, matter of fact, Tennessee is the last game they won. That 85-69 win over Tennessee is the last game they won. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, South Carolina is not losing to Texas A&M. I take that back. But still, beating Auburn could give Tennessee a huge leg up in the SEC standings. And look. I think an SEC regular season t- title still carries some value. I think it. I think you could at least celebrate that to a certain degree. So I, I think there's something to be said about that. I'd now, rather win the regular season than the tournament. Well, I'm 
sure you're the same, right? I'm exactly the same. Okay. I'm exactly the same. One of the things I don't understand is those smaller conferences. You know, the ones that um, the the tiny ones where only the conference tournament champion goes. I don't understand why they have tournaments. They should have their champion of their regular season go because that's the team most likely to get them noise in the tournament, isn't it? Not the one that got red hot in three days. Well, true, but you know that's that's all about money. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What do people need to do, Coop? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. Thank you. We're going to jump in the hot tub with Coop. It is Four Downs, brought to you by our friends at Dynasty Pools and Spas. Four seasons, four downs. Mention Off the Hook Sports. Get $500 off that spa. You can check out there in the showroom in Athens, and they have it delivered. Here we go. Four Downs, brought to you by Dynasty Spas, the most comfortable spas made in the United States of America right here in East Tennessee. Drop in for the all-new showroom in Athens, Dynasty Spas, perfect for all four seasons. Four Downs, presented by Off the Hook Sports. Oh, the bubbles. You can't beat the bubbles. They bring the relaxation. That's Dynasty Pools and Spas. Let's play a little Four Downs. Coop will set us up as he's always nice enough to make himself available. He's actually just sitting right over there, and uh, he's, he's going to... Uh, go ahead and tell me which down is which. So, Dave Hart, is he owed an apology? That's what I want to dive into. What down, Coop? Coop here. First down. All right. First down for you, Caleb, because I know that Caleb and I disagree on this, so I'm just going to set this up for you, Caleb, and then I'm going to share my thoughts. What did Dave Hart do well as athletic director at the University of Tennessee? This is in light of Rick Barnes' 800th win at Texas A&M. He is one of the most successful coaches in basketball history. Dave Hart hired Rick Barnes. He failed with Donnie Tindall. I get that. By the way, some of those things that with Donnie Tindall, like what people forget is he was fired over things that his Donnie Tindall's own school didn't know was going on. So it, it's hard to sit there and say Dave Hart should have known what was going on when Donnie Tindall's own schools that he was at didn't know what was going on at the time. Okay, I'm going to differ and, with the littleness because I would never hire a coach with NCAA issues outside of football. But he had none. He never had any. That was it. He had one, like, slap on the wrist thing. In, That's something. At, 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 yeah, but how many coaches? No, Rick no, no, Barnes here, had one. No, here's, here's, they all here's have them. No, no, here's what you're not getting. I, I'm uh, – Probably wouldn't have well. Rick Barnes is a little bit different. He's got a, a huge career uh, behind him when Tennessee hired him. Donnie Tindall's not that guy. I just wouldn't want to bring the NCAA around snooping about the crew team when there's a football team that makes ninety five percent of the money. I just I wouldn't hire anybody for any sport that had any significant NCAA issue in his past. That's just where I stand. I think you can make the exception for men's basketball because that's also still a a revenue sport generator. Um, yeah, I just think but, we're talking about 10% to 90%. Those are Dave, the numbers. Dave Hart hired Rick Barnes. My hooker crook, he got Rick Barnes to Tennessee. Also, Dave Hart, y'all don't want to admit this, but
but he purposely played the role of bad guy because you're forgetting how bad a financial shape Tennessee athletics was in before he got there. And he, okay, wait, 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 wait. You're taking away second down. Cooper. Oh, sorry. Second down. What did Dave Hart do? So he said what he did. Well, what did he do poorly? Well, I was uh, oh poorly. Oh, you well, were still on good. Finish good. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was still on good. Dave Hart. The good oh. part was he made a lot of unpopular decisions and a lot of risky decisions to save the athletic department financially. And here's the big one. He did the necessary move of forcing Pat summit out the door. Y'all can hate that all day, but someone had to be the bad guy and tell Pat summit. You can't keep coaching. That leads us to second down coop Cooper Mays here. Second down. And I'm going to, I'm going to retort on all this. So message board, get ready. Listeners get ready. What did Dave Hart do poorly? There was a few things. One, he he kept Derek Dooley around for a year when he knew he was going to fire him. Because Dave Hart had effectively made the decision. For those who don't know the full story, Derek Dooley lost to Kentucky in 2011. I'm sure you remember that, Dave, even though you were at ESPN, right? And Tennessee yes. goes five and seven. Dave Hart... Pub, comes out publicly and basically says we're not renewing staff contracts. Everybody is everybody's on the hot seat. Everybody can get in trouble. Everybody's vulnerable. Well, so if you're going to do that, you might as well fire the head coach, right? Because the whole staff's going to get poached at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And, and so, so the whole staff got poached, and then Dave Hart let Derek Dooley, because of a poached staff, coach the 2012 season and collapse. You either show full support for the staff and the head coaches, or you fire the head coach. You don't sit there and say. Uh, the staff is every you know everybody could be on the chopping block. Staff's got to perform when you know the coach is going to lose his staff, and then you're going to have to fire him next year anyway. So he waited a year too long to fire Derek Dooley. The other obvious one, the other obvious one, is hiring Butch Jones. But I'll say this: given who had rejected Tennessee and given who was available, Butch Jones was on its face the best, the most qualified hire when Dave Hart hired him. Let me ask you this, because. <clears throat> Travis leads us into uh, third down. Coop? Tennessee center Cooper Mays here. Third down. He was very vain, Travis says on the message board. Caleb, how much of Dave Hart's distaste, disdain that Tennessee fans have for him? It's because he just wasn't very likable. He was a weird dude. I mean, it. I think that's part of it. There's the conspiracy that he came from Alabama to uh you know sabotage Tennessee. I think Tennessee fans forget that Tennessee was already in a really bad place when Dave Hart got there. So Dave Hart didn't have to work too hard to sabotage Tennessee guys. Um I think I think that's part of it. I think Dave Hart is he is a little vain his his press conferences, he says a, he says some clichés and he doesn't come across as I don't want to say this. He doesn't come across as the most forward thinking guy. Is that fair to say? Yes. So he comes, yeah, he comes, and, and I think that's where it is a problem. But there are very few athletic directors that I saw willing to put themselves front and center behind every, in front of every controversial decision made. Okay. I'm going to say that in his favor. That leads us to fourth down. But first, Coop, what should people do? Cooper Mays here. Hit like and subscribe. All right. Fourth down. All SEC center Cooper Mays here. Fourth down. If it wasn't for the whole Lady Vols situation, would Dave Hart be remembered 
more fondly by Tennessee fans. And I'm not including, because you're right about Pat Summit. So I don't want to go in the Pat Summit direction, but taking away the logo sat with people wrong. Four Downs brought to you by Dynasty Pools and Spas. Imagine having the best spas made right here in the United States of America in your backyard. Dynasty Pools and Spas, their showroom is open in Athens right off the interstate. You can stop by and check out the best hot tubs and spas in the market. And then delivery, yes, they can do that. It's Knoxville or Chattanooga. They've got complete support spa cover and chemicals to keep your spa bubbling at its best. They also have pool chemicals as well. Dynasty Pools and Spas, amazing discounts for first responders, military, and even some blemish models. It can save you a ton, and no one will ever notice. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Mention Off the Hook Sports, get $500 off. Dynasty Pools and Spas. Go to DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com or stop by that showroom in Athens. DynastyPoolsAndSpas.com. Dynasty Pools and Spas. Roy, they could have hired Dave Hart and instead of athletic director, put the title Eradicator of the Lady Balls. And that would have been an apt title. Part of his job was to come in and fire a bunch of associate athletic directors that were doing the same job for the women's side. If you remember, it was only Tennessee and Arkansas that had two separate athletic departments, women's and men. And there were people doing the same jobs. Guys walking around making $200,000 a year is doing the same thing that that guy's doing. And they take four-hour lunch breaks. So that cleaning up the financial end of it was good. Remember, Tennessee didn't have an emergency fund because they were paying out so many coaches. And they're now up to, I believe, a $5 million emergency fund. The other thing that he did is it's it's painful for me to say is he did make the tough decision with, with Pat Summit. <clears throat> and that was a tough decision. And I honestly think that she was so affected by her disease, she would have coached for as long as she thought she could and probably thought everything was going okay. That's part of the terrible, part of the terrible, terrible aspect of that disease that I've seen my two of my grandparents go through. Um the one thing, though, that he did that still stands out to me is destroying the Lady Vol logo. If you want to tell Pat Summit it's time, if you want to combine some positions in the athletic department, that's fine. But if you have two logos, you don't get rid of them. When you start a business, you don't have two logos. But it just happened organically. Tennessee had two logos. Why in the world would you get rid of one? That, to me, you take that one aspect out. I think people remember Dave Hart somewhat fondly. He didn't know how serious people take the Lady Falls logo because there is a... didn't know is nice. He had zero idea. Zero idea. Because, by the way, because the thing that Tennessee was unique in that regard. So it was very historically... It's so historically embedded. I will say this with Dave Hart. I'll say this about the Lady Falls logo. Shouldn't have taken it away, but that train of thought is why the women's basketball program is where it's at right now. Because there was this entire cling to tradition ideology of the women's basketball program that is as devastating to that program as Notre Dame football clinging to tradition is. And it's, it will, we are very dangerously, be, because of the fan base and the culture of the Lady Vols, they are purposely sending the program down a path that will have us talking about them the way we talk about Louisiana Tech women's basketball. Remember Louisiana Tech, how great they were? Yeah. 
And I'll tell you this too, there's an arrogance among some Lady Vol fans. I'm not talking about the people on our message board. And I, I've discussed this before when we were entering into agreements with Jacob Warren and Cooper Mays. Um, that they thought they deserved just because they worked as hard at their craft, they deserved the same amount of money as the the football players. Well, that's just crazy, Caleb. I mean, that's never gonna be the case. I don't care how hard they work. No, yeah. That that's it. it you got to generate the revenue, guys. Sorry, it, it that that's just how it is. And you are right. I there is a pride because I've, as I've told you guys this before, Tennessee should take a lot of pride in this. They were out in front on Title IX and embracing women's athletics before any other sport, before any other state in America was. Quite honestly, it was them in Indiana, and they, they were the only two. They embraced women's athletics. They were at the forefront of it, and. You know, let's be honest, in the Deep South, when a lot of, you know, there were probably still a lot of places where the woman's job is in the kitchen that people felt out, right? Mm -hmm. And here's Tennessee in the 70s, embracing women's sports and trying to create opportunities for women. And it built up something great. The people behind that still think it's the 70s. And they haven't been willing to move on. And so that's been a problem. And Dave Hart made a mistake with the Lady Vol logo. Now, here's the issue, Dave. Huh, Dave Hart, Dave. Um, it didn't help that the sexual assault lawsuit against Tennessee happened when he was athletic director. And I don't think it was his fault and how he handled it. But when he called that coach's press conference and Butch Jones just straight up said, this is hurting us in recruiting and just humiliated the entire university. I think that's why he had to go. Because Butch Jones was his hire, and he hired a moron who thought that he could, who didn't realize that saying this hurts us in recruiting is rule number one of what you don't say in a situation like that. The Butch Jones hire was strictly made out of a guy that was looking at resumes, just resumes. I mean, <clears throat> so you look at him, he's done good, he's done well, excuse me, at a lower level. He's going to do even better at a higher level, right? I mean, it was just resume reading, was all that was. And it was. And whereas you look like a look at a Mike Hamilton hire with Bruce Pearl, he knew the ins and outs of the sports, the sport. He had contacts that would help him. Uh, he had contacts that knew that Lane Kiffin was going to take the Washington job had he not moved on that. I just don't know that Dave Hart had any of those contacts in any of the athletic worlds. And to be so tone deaf about the Lady Vols, I mean, don't you just show up at, in that type of position? where they made a commitment to you. And you, I, if I were him, I would have shown up and not done anything for three months, basically, and just got a feel and a tenor for what's going on. Your thoughts, Rick we Terry, design. They want to be your jeweler looking for affordable game day jewelry. The Fire Opals are awesome. A Tennessee tradition, rickterryjewelry.com. I'm sorry, Caleb, go right ahead. We don't know who was behind that. That could have been a Jimmy because look, let's call this. I'm, I'm going to call it what it is. Dave Hart was hired to be the bad guy. Okay. And he did a great job at it. And Tennessee needed a hatchet guy. Yeah. Everybody's been in a job where a, a new manager comes in and you all know that he's there to fire everybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, there were, I, I've read, I've read about some restaurants in the past that like they had, they were franchised out and they were struggling business wise. So what do you do? You hire a CEO to come in and say, we got to close about, 200 restaurants. Sorry, we just got to close them because we're hurting money. Wise. I think Dave Hart was that. He, we don't know if this was a Jimmy Cheek decision or not. 
and make Dave Hart be the guy to go out front and take the take the take the bullets for it. Good and goodness. I mean, just the words Jimmy Cheek decision, just those three words together, just kind of <laughs> make me. I mean, just... I mean, they make me uncomfortable. Like I, I don't want him making any decisions of what I got going on. Um, no, I, I, and, but we have to be fair here, Dave. Rick Barnes is winning, and also. Do you think Tennessee has the infrastructure in place to to fight the NCAA the way they just did if it's not for the financial work Dave Hart did in the early 2010s to stabilize the program? Ooh, good point. Good point. All right. Um, we've had incidents, again, with fans charging the field. Had one at the Alabama game in 2022, and that was between a Tennessee fan and an Alabama player. By the way, our poll question, which we would love for you to vote on, has never been 50-50 before. But right now, bigger win, Bama 22, NCAA 24, is exactly at 50-50. So please vote for that. We want to see where you stand. And coming up, I've got some strong feelings about this next one. It's charging the field. Seen it happen with the University of uh, Tennessee. We've seen it happen elsewhere, and now it's getting pretty serious. And I don't think that there's a resolution other than just banning it. And I don't know exactly how you do that, but that's what you need to do. Two minutes, Caleb Calhoun, Dave Hooker, off the sports. Got cataracts? We can fix that. Never miss another moment with a little help from Drs. Campbell, Cunningham, Taylor, and Hahn at cctis.com. Hi, I'm Rick Terry, and we at Rick Terry Jewelry Designs pride ourselves in the highest quality craftsmanship from a family-owned business here in Knoxville for over 35 years. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we also take pride in being an affordable option for all your game day accessories, especially those fire opals. At Rick Terry Jewelry Designs, we want to be your jeweler every day and especially on game day. Go Vols! Hi, Mike Davis here with City Heating and Air, reminding you to always dare to compare. Our team provides quality local heating and air service, installation, and maintenance across East Tennessee. We use only the best equipment like American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning for your residential, new construction, or commercial needs. Honesty, dependability, and customer satisfaction have been the cornerstones of our business since 1961. City Heat and Air. There's your We believe every day is a good day to be thirsty. With free samples on draft and lots of flavors to choose from, Tennessee Cider Company prepares a hard cider that's easy to enjoy. Some say it's the signature cider of the South. Others say it's the cure to your craving. They all say you'll savor every sip. The area of Gatlinburg has so much to offer, and so does Tennessee Cider Company. Add us to your list for shopping and fun experiences. You'll be glad you made the trip. Find our cidery in the Mountain Mall on the Gatlinburg Parkway. Sip smart. Sip the good stuff. Sip Tennessee Cider Company. Thirsty yet? Doors open at 10 a.m. The Dave Hooker Show, represented by Banks and Jones, Tennessee's trial attorney. Play to win, banksjones.com. You're listening to The Dave Hooker Show. 
a presentation of OffTheHookSports.com. The internet is full of pictures of each and every one of you. Available on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, and the Off The Hook Sports app. Download now for free. Is there nothing you people can't do? Also available on OffTheHookSports.com. This on our message board that I think is a really good point. But I think it lacks a little of the emotion that Tennessee fans felt around that Alabama game. Cody says half the people are so used to losing it's sad. 24 NCAA is a much bigger deal than a regular season win that nothing came of. And that's true. So our poll question now is is up uh, as we speak. And the question is bigger win. Bama 2022, NCAA 2024. Bama, 51%. So there is some nostalgia, some some love about that win, and there should be. That was pretty special. A court case, and eh, I think that uh I think that Tennessee uh would be just uh would be fine without a court case. I think it's nice that they won, but somebody I believe was gonna win. I actually will be in the minority, and I will say Alabama was was the bigger win. I think it legitimized uh Josh Heupel as a head coach in the SEC. And I I actually think that was a bigger win for Tennessee because I think somebody else would have eventually sued the NCAA and won. Wait, so you're not in the minority then. A majority think Bama 2022 was a bigger win, right? Well, it's 51%. But you're still not in the minority. <laughs> I mean, if I, to- <laughs> if I recheck it in three seconds. Uh, they tried to act like he's taking some, like, m- you know, na- you know, neutral stance. It's, oh my. Or some uh, avant-garde stance. Um, so uh, I am. Um, I'm with you. It's Alabama 2022. I predict. Oh, I'm stunned. You agree with me on that? Well, Dave, I started with Dave guys in fall of 2022, kind of in a part-time role before I started doing this, you know, completely full-time in January of 2023. I had predicted just before I started working with Dave on my at my previous job that Tennessee would start the year 5 and 0 and it would be a nice splash start for Tennessee because it would help them in recruiting they were in a very unique position but then I predicted that they would collapse to 8 and 4 down the stretch because they didn't have the depth. They start and I said that would be a good season for a second year for Josh Heupel by the way. They started 5 and 0 Alabama happened when they beat Alabama that completely reset everything I thought about the program under Josh Heupel just overnight. And I think that because of that, you are right. The win over Bama is bigger to this date. Everything about the hype behind Josh Heupel comes down to that win. And it, it's not that win. What does Tennessee hang its hat on? I mean, to say, to go into a young man's living room and say that this, I'm the coach that can lead you to the promised land. If they don't have the Alabama win, what are they hanging their hat on? A 10 win season in 2022. That's it. Like, I mean, the, I mean what I you almost, given where Florida is, was in 2022, I almost think the road game at Pitt was as big. Yeah. Well, the road game at Pitt was huge. And that that really is what got Tennessee going. Uh, That's what all the players say as well. Yeah, so I think the road game of Pitt was huge. The thing that stood out with that Tennessee team, and this is where 
I'm not, I don't know, I don't know where you land, Dave, on this with probabilities, but like these very close games where one team wins and one team loses by three or whatever. I mean, a lot of times I think those games come down to coin flips, but sometimes I think they come down to one team is just more disciplined than the other one and more experienced. And that's why that, that that's the difference in like a three point game. Is that fair to say? Yeah, no, I think it's very fair. It, I think I thought, I thought Pittsburgh, Tennessee showed how experienced they were as a team, how, how much their veteran leadership mattered, didn't they? That so many things went against them in the first, in the second half, and they still held on for a win. Alabama, their experience showed again because how many mistakes did Alabama make in that game, and Tennessee didn't make, and you saw that with Michigan and Alabama this year. So I do think that Bama win was bigger. Kalen says we heard Gary Danielson's feelings that night. He was sad, and then made smart comments about we saved up money for 15 years to pay that fine for storming the field. I don't think even the Danielson family is going to miss Gary Danielson and SEC coverage. I've never, and I think he's fine. I mean, he doesn't bug me, but he rubs some people the absolute wrong way. Kalen also says Pitt overtime game was where the team started to really mesh. That is true. And they started to believe in themselves defensively. And you talk player to player. That was a tough physical game, even though it's not in the SEC, it's not in the big 10, but with, with that game, on the road, that team bonded together. I, I don't think they beat Alabama or even win 10 games that year without the pit game. Um, I believe that was that important. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No so, fan storming. I have some really, really strong opinions on fan storming. Set the table for us because it hasn't been that long that Tennessee stormed the field, and that was in 2022 against said Alabama. But, Caleb, the, the most recent situation has gotten Caitlin, Caitlin Clark knocked around and now another player knocked around on the court. And that can't work, right? No, it can't work at all. So, yes, uh, against Wake Forest over the weekend, Wake Forest upset Duke. And a Duke player, um, Kyle Filipowski, basically was tripped. Now, some people say he tried to trip a Wake Forest player. It is a little sketchy in the way he acted. He was upset. But either way, fans rushed the court. He tripped over a player, and he sprained his ankle, trying to get off the court after losing a game. And that has led to more repeated calls for should more be done about storming the court. And here's the truth. Now, ACC has no punishments. The SEC does. These punishments are laughable. How are you going to sit there and get 100,000 drunk fans like at Neyland Stadium or, or 20,000 at Food City Arena or Thompson Bowling? You know, they're drunk. They want to celebrate the win. You think the minute they get to the court, they're like, I don't want my school to have to pay this $25,000 fine, guys. You, <laughs> you know think that's going to stop them? You know what I would do? I have some very strong feelings about this because <clears throat> when did Georgia break the streak against Tennessee? What year was that in Athens? 2000. 2000. 2000. And that's when they stormed the field, right? I found myself in the middle of a group of people that I was down there doing my job. I was going to the locker room to do interviews and the push behind me. I'm a pretty big dude, right? Mm-hmm. The 
the push behind me was so strong of people charging the field that me and another person who I didn't know knocked down two females in front of us because we were pushed into them. They went down. I'm telling you, it was all I could do to hold back the crowd for half a second to help one girl up and he helped the other one. So you asked me, what can they do? It's called ice hockey. If, if your school charges the field, then you put up ice hockey barriers for the next season. Go ahead, and that will eliminate it. Call the NFL. Nobody charges the field in the NFL. Nobody charges the field in other sports. I understand the passion's different, but there has to be a way to police that. We're going to talk with Michael Lewis of Herald Group Security Solutions later in the week about how you could do that. But that's my answer. You charge it once the entire rest of the season, you are going to have an ice hockey type of glass in front of you as you watch the game. Ooh, you know, that's not a crazy idea. Um, that, that's creative. I'm going to go I mean, a little this, simpler. Listen, this is not cool. That's their workspace. It wouldn't be, I would expect Caleb to be throwing punches if somebody ran into his workspace right now and interrupted him. Okay. So you run into, that's why I kind of saw the Alabama players point of view in that I'm not saying I'm supporting him. Don't get me wrong, Caleb, but I saw your eyes get bigger. I understood that he was overtaken by emotion from the game and then people charge into your, your office. I mean, imagine you just had Caleb the worst day possible. And it's five o'clock and you're getting ready to clock out and somebody just comes in and yells at you about how bad your day was and rubs it in your face. So I don't want to get caught up on the Alabama game, but it's got to stop. Somebody is going to get hurt. I'll tell you this much. I do believe that once you step on the court or once you step on the field, your rights end. You are not protected. If you willingly choose to do that. And, you know, you don't get to put it this way. Now, this wasn't – luckily, nothing severe happened in that. And you're right, Jermaine Burton shouldn't have done what he did. However, I am somebody who believes that if you go onto the quarter field and a player knocks the crap out of you, you should not be allowed to file criminal charges against him because you willingly went onto the court. And that, there's precedent for this. There's precedent for this. I think I'm okay with both of those. Maybe your steps are better preliminary, and if it doesn't work, how about my steps? No, that's fine. I, I'm fine with that. Let's there's do you remember the Pacers Pistons brawl in 2003? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest moments in sports history, right? Like one of the most epic. <laughs> do you remember the player that Jermaine O'Neal or not the, the fan that ran out to the court and tried to throw a punch at Jermaine O'Neal and Jermaine O'Neal just knocked him out? I don't remember the specifics, but yes, I, I do remember how fan, bizarre it got. Yeah, fan ran onto a court, tried to punch Jermaine O'Neal. Jermaine O'Neal. Punch back. Luckily for Jermaine O'Neal, he slipped on some water. Otherwise, he might have killed the guy. He just knocked him out instead. People mm. were all calling for charges for players. The Detroit or the Wayne County DA um, basically reviewed that case and actually filed criminal charges against the fan, not Jermaine O'Neal. Basically said, look, you stepped onto the court into his workspace. He has every right to do whatever he wants to you at that point. Dan brings up a good, really good point on our message boards. You won't stop the civil cases, though. Um, You would almost need an across the board law saying that if you step 
like you said, if you step on that court, that work area, that field, that you don't have any rights. Could that happen? I don't know if that's possible or not, but I'm for it uh, because of the issues that I've had with crowd uh, charging. Don Self at State Farm has no issues with customer service. That's because he's fantastic at it. For over 40 years, he's built his business and reputation on taking care of their customers. College Dell and Oodawa, Greater Chattanooga area, 423-396-2126. State Farm agent, everybody's shopping prices now, but customer service when you make that claim still matters. DonSelf.net right below, DonSelf.net or 423-396-2126. Here's what's going to happen. You mean to be Nostradamus on you? I'm ready. There is going to be a player that is significantly, I'm not going to say severely, not like a Brew McCoy injury or anything like that, but significantly injured in which he misses time and then the NCAA, NCAA will do something. Or whatever authority figure there is at the time. Because right now the conferences have their own court storming rules. I hope it's just that, Dave, because I, I, I fear something worse is going to happen. I think there was going to be a parent with their kid near the front row and amidst the storming of everybody pushing forward to the front, some 10-year-old's going to get trampled to death. Ooh, that and... would be awful. Well, I, I'll give you a situation. Th- this is why you have to get this under control. So this is not a charging the field situation, but I covered a linebacker named uh, EJ Levenberry, who I think ended up at Florida State. Tennessee was in on him forever. And EJ Levenberry, you know how you shake hands at midfield? You come across to the middle of the field and you shake hands when the football game's over? Well, some drunken fan all by himself runs out there and tries to start issues with EJ Levenberry's team. EJ decked him, which I don't blame him for doing at all. And that's just one dude. I mean, if if you can't control one dude, then how are you going to control thousands? I like your ideas, both of your ideas. But I think, as Dan brought up, civil cases will still be a factor. And I'm afraid your ideas aren't good enough. I hope they are, because I don't want an ice rink for a basketball game. No, there's another way to do this, by the way. We need to call out the local authorities in all these places, in in this sense. These are these are effectively riots. This is destruction of property. It's rioting. That's what it is. It's blatantly rioting. You should be they should be passing laws in these local areas, and they never do because it'd be against their own fans. So no one's doing it. So maybe the NCAA and SEC should step in and say, hey, if you don't have any laws, then we'll have we'll have a punishment for them. You can there's enough good forms of AI technology and cameras now where you can find out who was in facial recognition. You can find out everybody who ran on the court and field and you don't have to get everybody get 10% of them, have them spend a significant amount of time in prison. I, 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 I like your idea again, you're throwing heat today, but I'd up it to about 50% to make sure that everybody knew. I don't want that one guy to get arrested and he keeps it to himself. He doesn't say anything and maybe it flies under the radar. That's what I don't want. I want it to be enough guys where everybody in the fan base for Tennessee or whoever says, I ain't doing that. I'll lose my job if I have to. I don't know what you consider significant jail time. To me, significant jail time is 30 days because you're going to have to explain something to your employer, right? Yes, I, mean, I agree. Now, past that's worse, but I could always say, uh, Caleb, I've got a case of the swine flu and I'm going to be out for two weeks and go to jail for two weeks if I needed to. 
A month yeah. is a little bit more difficult. And the thing is, we've created a, an era in college sports where partying and fandom where people think that there are things that you can do in that atmosphere that would not be allowed elsewhere. This is all storming the field. But do you remember the Alabama LSU national title game 12 years ago? Yes. Where the Alabama fan thought it would be funny to um, put his genitals on a passed out LSU fan's face. Yes. And I love what the state of Alabama or what the state of Louisiana did that. Remember that they charged him with sexual assault. And he got like a, he got like two, he got like a couple, he got real prison time and was, I think he had to register as a sex offender. I don't know if he did or not, but you got to do stuff like that. You got to send a message. This will not be tolerated. The problem is you have to encourage the local communities. You have to encourage Knox County to punish Tennessee fans for storming the field against Alabama. And you're not going to, they're not going to be encouraged to do that. Fair enough. We encourage you to check out Hooker's Corner as we would love for you to be a part of the group. We were able to put out poll questions earlier. We were able to interact with you earlier um, when we're not on the air, which is 10 a.m. Monday through Friday. And by the way, we're coming up on the February Grand Prize. Do you see it behind me by chance, Caleb? Do you see the prize? <clears throat> let me is, let me uh, look let me let me look behind me for a second. It's a hooker signature from Hooker's Corner. No, it is not uh Joseph Finder's paranoia. It's not that. It is this right here. It it is a hooker signature from Hooker's Corner. Check that out. Pretty cool. Hendon Hooker autographed mini helmet. We're gonna draw for that on Friday. So it's just nine dollars, and we greatly appreciate you joining the hooker's corner and you too can be a john and we'll have weekly gifts as well prizes to give away lots of fun stuff weekdays 10 a.m for my good friend caleb calhoun i'm dave hooker this has been a presentation of off the hook sports with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.